Hi guys, I'm going to get a little woo-woo on you today because I'm going to be going through an email I got from Robert that deals with confidence and deals like deals with some a little bit more of this mental health sort of thing. And it's always kind of funny when I do these videos, I get people who are like, oh, why are you doing all this inspirational stuff? Or these videos aren't necessarily the ones that get a, a, a ton of views or whatever, but I get emails like this almost every single day. And so I know there's a lot of people out there. It's like this sort of unspoken thing that a lot of people deal with and don't want to talk about out there. So I try to do these periodically because I know despite the fact that whatever people might say in a YouTube comment or, you know, whatever, that there's a lot of people dealing with this. So I, w I want to go through this. I do have some specific advice for him and, and so maybe to help him, but also help you. So again, here's what Robert says. I'm going to start. So sort of partway through it or whatever, but he says, I suffer severely from an incredibly low confidence when it comes to my coding skills. They're at an all-time low. I've listened to your podcast about the imposter syndrome and it helped me to some point. But what I'd like to ask you is this, if you could name one thing that would help me eradicate some of this crappy confidence, what would it be? I think I know the answer, knowledge, learn, 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 put in the hours, take all your courses. Yes, that is what I've started to do. I'm at the chapter about interfaces in your object-oriented programming course right now. Do you have any other things that come to mind? I know there are no magic methods, but as a man of experience, you are likely to have some advice that I never thought of. Hope everything goes okay with you and thanks for your time. All right, so I've talked about this before, and, and I'm sort of glad that he did mention the whole thing about there are no magic methods and so forth. That's one of the things that I talk about all the time. Like a lot of people think that there's this, this, you know, this little routine or this trick that you can do to generate confidence. And that's just not the way it works. Uh, the line that I always use is confidence comes from competence. And that's not really me making that up. You know, psycho, psychoanalysts use the terms efficacy a lot. Uh, efficacy is the ability to produce a desired tended result. That is competence. That's being able to perform. But there's another term called self-efficacy. And self-efficacy is uh, your belief in your ability to create an intended result or to achieve a goal and both of those come into play and the number one thing that you can do to increase your belief in your ability to accomplish things is to go out and accomplish things and I know that that sort of sounds like well duh but again when you have this environment where there's all these things out there all this sort of woo-woo stuff where people are telling you you can do this mental routine or you can use this mind hack or whatever and you're trying all this stuff except for doing the one thing that actually leads to confidence which is working on your competence then this sort of thing starts to become a little bit of a revelation to people even though it really shouldn't be but the thing is is I know that when when you're in that state when you're sort of in that that spot what it, what's hard to do is to get yourself to the point where you can take the action to create the competence so that you then get the confidence, right? It When you are lacking confidence, it's hard to get out there and actually do anything, actually put in the work to make yourself good at something. And so what a lot of times people are looking for and what it sort of sounds like Robert's looking for is 
how do I get out of that funk? How do I get to the point where I can take action and so forth? And so I do want to talk about that a little bit uh, more today because there are things that you can do outside of just gutting through it. So it all starts with what's called, I've heard it, the, the term island of resilience. Some people use the word island uh, uh, of competence. But the idea behind this is most people have something in their life that they feel that they are competent in and they feel confidence in. So what I find a lot with people who sort of get into web development and so forth is their island of competence or their island of resilience is intelligence. It's being smart. And this is why a lot of times uh, you find developers who really want to be right about things. They're really focused on being right. And, and you'll get into these long debates and all that stuff. That's why that happens in this community because it's not just when, when you're challenging someone whose island of resilience is intelligence, you're not just saying, hey, you happen to be wrong about this particular thing. That's not how it comes across to them. How it comes across to them is really sort of an attack on their character because it, it sort of makes them feel like it's it's undermining their very sense of who they are because it's so based around this island of resilience of being smart. Right. So that's an example of, again, an island of resilience. It's something in your life where you have confidence, where you have competence, where you feel strong, uh, that you're strong. It's a strength of yours. And so the first thing that you need to do to sort of get out of that funk is identify your islands of competence. Figure out what those are, whether, you know, it may be intelligence, maybe you're a good designer, maybe you're a hard worker, whatever it is, you need to look for the things in your life that you know are your strengths, the things in your life where you feel confidence and know what those things are, because those are the things that when you're feeling doubt, when you're, you're feeling fear, when you're feeling all these different emotions and trying to get out of that funk, you need to sort of retreat a little bit to that island and then figure out a way to, to then move out from that island with confidence into something that you're trying to learn. So again, the first step in this process is identifying the island of competence. The second thing that you need to do is you need to develop a process for leveraging that island into action, okay? Because at the end of the day, it's ultimately action that produces competence, right? It's getting out there and actually if it's web development, it's actually you know, building a website, it's taking a course, it's you know, building an app, whatever it is, it's the action and that practice of learning that and practicing it and doing it that is going to make you more competent and the result of that is going to be confidence. So it's action that matters, but it again, it can be hard to do that when you're in a funk. So you use your island of competence. So let's say, for example, you know, the sort of the typical thing that I think a lot of web developers have, which is being smart. Okay. So when you're in a situation where you're you're feeling like you're not confident, where you're you're feeling like you're uh, you know, you, you're, you're having trouble taking action. You know, I often talk about this with my, when I tell, talk about the experiences that I went through and I sort of do this on purpose as a I'm sort of injecting this mental health stuff into what I talk about, uh, sneakily, because I think it's really, really important. But one of the things that I talk about is the fact that whenever I had a problem, whenever I came to a roadblock, whenever I was feeling a certain way, one of the things that I would do 
is I would do a bunch of research. That was me going back to my island of competent competence of feeling like I was a, a fairly smart individual. And if I just got the information and I got the data and I did the research, I would be able to figure it out, right? That was sort of my process is in any moment where I'm lacking confidence, I know I need competence. In order to get competence, I know I need research. I know I need data and I'm smart enough to figure it out, right? So again, that's a the process that I used. Let's say your your island of competence is hard work. Well, then instead of saying, well, I'm smart and I can figure this out, what you might say is, well, I'm a hard worker and I'm just going to work my way through this. I'm going to outwork everybody. I'm going to outwork the problem. And, you know, I may not be the smartest person in the world, but I'll work harder than everybody else. And 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 that's how I'm going to get out of this. So that's going back to your island of competence and then coming out of it and getting yourself into action. Maybe your island of competence is something random. Let's just pick something random like you're lucky. Okay. Maybe you just feel in your life you're a lucky person. Okay. So when you're feeling a lack of confidence, then what you can tell yourself is, well, you know what? I'm lucky. So I might as well just sort of stick around, keep taking a crack at this. And eventually something's going to break my way because I'm, because I'm a lucky person. But if you look at all of those, the point of all of those is again, you're going back to your island of competence and then figuring out a way, a narrative that gets you into action. And this is why, why one of the things that I, I sort of mentioned here and there, and I did this in a video recently, is sometimes people get so focused on truth. And when I say that, I know it's like, that that's something that people are like, what? That's crazy. Like, truth is all that matters. But you also have to think about where it leads you. So if it it might be true that you're a complete dirtbag, not capable of anything or, or or whatever. Like in some sense, that might be true. But if you just indulge in that and continually focus on that, where does that lead? It leads you to not taking action. It leads you to a life you don't want. It leads you down a path that you don't want to go down. So why indulge in that? Right? You can instead focus on, well, I may be a dirtbag now, but... Or, or some other focus that takes you down a path that you want to go. So a lot of times people get too focused on just finding what the truth of a situation is as opposed to thinking about where does it also lead them. And, and so again, this is why it's important that you develop a narrative that leads you in a direction that is a direction you want to go. And I'm not saying lie to yourself. In fact, you shouldn't lie to yourself. But that's why the island of competence is so important because that is true. And you can start from that place and then move in a direction that leads you in a place that you want to go. So identify the island of competence, figure out a narrative or a process for leveraging that into action. And then the third step is the obvious one, which is work, 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 work. When you get that motivation and you you get that, you 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 get that feeling of okay, I'm going to use this island of competence and get into action. You really need to indulge in that. You really need to grind through that and put everything into that because uh, that's where you can crank out a lot of, of competence. You can crank out a lot of work. You can crank out a lot of practice and get a lot done and help start to build up that confidence. So that's sort of the process. The last thing I'll say on this is you have general and you have specific confidence. Okay, so 
Specific confidence is about a uh, particular task. So if you've done that task before, you've put a lot of work into that, you can have confidence in that particular task. Whereas general confidence comes down to sort of your general feeling about things. General confidence comes from developing multiple instances of specific confidence. So the more individual things that you get good at, the more in general you start to believe that you are tend to be good at things. And it gives you this general sense of confidence. And when you have that general sense of confidence, it makes it easier for you to tackle specific things where you don't have confidence. And then you add that to your list and it's a self-reinforcing cycle. Both ways, by the way, gaining confidence and losing confidence. So at the end of the day, what you have to do is you have to get the ball rolling with something. So start with something close to your island of competence, gain confidence in that. That'll help develop your general sense of confidence and then add another and another and another. And over time, those things will feed on themselves and you'll just start to feel like a more confident person. So that's, again, that's sort of my advice on this. Take, take it for what it's worth. Of course, now I, I need to pay the bills. So one of the things is when it comes to web development specifically, you know, a lot of people get into that, 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 that situation and that feeling, and they sort of feel like they're all by themselves. And, and what I want to say is you're not all by yourself. A lot of people feel this. Like I said, I get this, these sort of emails almost every day. And uh, so uh, again, you're, you're not alone and you don't have to do it alone. And part of why I created the curriculum that I created and I put it over on Skillshare is not just, you know, because I want to teach people these specific things, but also to sort of create a community, create a group and show people that they're not alone. They don't have to do this all by themselves. Like I did back, you know, early 2000s when a lot of this stuff didn't exist. And I know what that feels like. I know how, how difficult that can be. So ultimately at the end of the day, you're not alone. And if you want to start working on that competence, put in the work, and then I have a full curriculum that'll help you do that inside a community of other developers, you know, where you can ask questions and, and so forth. So if you want to learn more about that, you can go to johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. That'll give you a two month free trial over on Skillshare. You get access to all my courses, all 21,000 courses over there on Skillshare. You'll be able to go through all of them. And if you cancel Anytime before the two months is up, then you'll never pay a penny. I hope you'll stay uh, and stay a part of it because it really is a good community. A lot of nice people over there. There's not a lot of the snark and stuff you see in a lot of other places. But again, that's totally up to you. Uh, I think it's worth at least giving a shot. So again, the link is johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. All right, guys, that'll do it for this one. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.